Welcome to HomeWise, a podcast of Highlands Ministries. Wisdom is essential in building a strong family and home life. Proverbs says that a wise woman builds her house and a foolish woman tears it down. I'm Steve, and I'm here with Kara Murphy, my wife and the mother of our 10 children, ages 3 to 20. I've been blessed with a wise and godly wife, and over the years I've learned that Christian women appreciate her perspective and need encouragement to rise above the folly of our culture and be home wise. In our podcast today, we want to talk about a subject that uh, has been really fruitful for us in our parenting, continues to be, because we still have lots of little ones, uh, and more to come. Uh, By the way, we're here in Cincinnati. If you hear a siren in the background, that's because the uh, University of Cincinnati Hospital is right down the street, and the ambulances go by fairly often. Uh, Kara, we wanted to talk about um, correction versus... Training. I personally realized one day as we were going through our day that I was spending all day long correcting my kids, but I wasn't seeing any change in anything. So, you know, I was saying, don't do this, do this, don't do this, don't do this, stop doing that, don't do, don't, don't tease your sister, don't, you know, da, 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 da. And all day long, I felt like I was handing out these corrections. Probably felt like a nag. You do. My goodness, when that just goes on and on, you every, do. everybody's miserable. Right. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't any change. No, yeah. You know, nothing was happening. And Yeah, so around the block again. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, only 22 years of parenting experience before I went, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's not the way to do it. <laughs> yeah. And that doesn't mean there are certainly times when a verbal correction is exactly what your child needs. Uh-huh. And um, especially if they... Um, the the boundaries are unclear or new or unfamiliar. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But what I realized was I wasn't taking the time to train them for obedience. So, for example, we had two uh, very strong personality kids who were constantly in conflict with each other. Uh, they're both very verbal. <laughs> they're, really? We have strong personality yeah, verbal kids? Yeah, I know. Isn't that weird? Wow. Yeah, so unlike us. Where'd those uh, apples come from? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to blame my parents, you know. I'm sure it's not my fault. <laughs> so anyway, so these two are going at it, I mean, off and on all day long. And it was getting really old. And then suddenly I realized, wait a minute, I know how to do this. <laughs> yeah. So the next conflict came up. I don't even remember what it was. You took my Lego man or something really important like that. Yeah. And I went, all right, stop. Let's do this again. (laughs) And we practiced, um, you know, how should you be speaking to your sister? How should you be speaking to your brother? And they're, they're, you know, okay, now, now what would you say? Now, what would you say? Now, what would you say now? And then of course the conflict was resolved because without the angst and the ugliness there was some real clear boundaries that were already established. This yeah. belongs to this person. This belongs to this person. This is a kind thing to do. This is not a kind thing to do. Yeah. And that actually, uh, when I've seen it done and when I've done it, it's kind of a, 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 I don't know. It's different. It's not, um, punitive. Hmm. It's, it is, it has a corrective nature to it. Definitely. But it's more, let's do something different. Right. And, and okay, oh, wow, everything stops. Like you said, okay, stop. Mm-hmm. And they realize, oh, this is something different. And it's uh, it can be kind of fun. Usually in the beginning, 
they're they're kind of sour faced, mm-hmm. and by the end they're giggling at each other, yep. and yep. And, it's, and it's a pleasant time, and you're not angry at them. Nope, nope. In fact, in fact, you're often just the opposite, which is perfect, which yeah. is where we want to be we yeah. want, as parents. We want to be where we're, um, you know, neutral to positive. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the next thing that came up was, um, you know, we have all those boys, and then we have Maggie, who's six, and. You know, drama after a lot of testosterone. <laughs> and, yeah. um, and I remember this particular situation because this one took a little longer to work through. But uh, one of the boys was sitting in a chair that rocks and he was looking at a book and she flopped down on the chair with him without asking. And he, you know, I don't know, elbowed or something kind of knocked her off because she was shaking the chair while he was trying to read. And, and of course then, you know, all of heaven and earth has got to move because I've been injured. Um, not physically injured, but my feelings have been hurt, you mm-hmm. know, and, and so, and I, so I was able to go, okay, stop this again. And we taught, we walked through it. How should you speak? How should you speak? How should you speak? How should you speak? But then, um, it was primarily my daughter's fault. Um, so, and she was still grumpy. So I had her practice and I had her practice it again. Mm-hmm. And I had her practice again. So we're on like four at this point. And then I said, now do it with smile. <laughs> and we had to practice again. And I think it took three or four more times. I remember. Yeah. I was actually there yeah. for that one. And you could tell she didn't want to smile. No. And again. So this goes back to the last one that we talked about getting to the heart. Right. If her heart's not there. Right. We, have, we haven't really gotten where we want to get to yet. No. We want, we want our obedience to be immediate and cheerful. And it can't be a fake smile. No. No. Um, but it's funny in some ways, the consequences built in to the practicing again, because by making them practice it again, you're reinforcing the good and you're also, you're tying them up, you know, yeah. most, usually what they've done has been pretty selfish, uh-huh. self-focused, self-centered, and you're making them do something that they don't really want to do. Uh-huh. And you're taking time, which they'd rather just get on with their day. Yeah. And, um, and I have been known to have a child practice something and I do, uh, I do try really hard. Um, there's no reason you can't smile through most of that. Um, I have had a child practice 20, 25 times just, you know, okay, now go close the door again and walk to the other door. Now go close the door again and go walk to the door. Mm-hmm. Now this time with a smile and, you know, not... Yeah, yeah, stomping up and down the stairs becomes 10 times quietly. Oh, Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And the great part is that positive practice actually then translates into a better response the next time. And if you don't get a better response the next time, guess what? Mm-hmm. We need more practice. Mm-hmm. And and saying it that way, which is exactly what I say to them, oh, we need more practice at this. Because when you sit down somewhere and someone bumps you, your reaction should not be a crazy overreaction. It should be a, oh, I'm sorry. Or, you know, it should be, this should be very simple and very easy. Um, and so it, it practices the positive And then, like I said, it it tends to translate into, uh, with enough practice, it becomes second nature. And to, as much as my, 
as much of it depends on me. I want my children for, I want them to be obedient and cheerful and happily serving other people. I want those characteristics to be what seems normal and natural, what comes out. Mm-hmm. And, um, yes, there are definitely, you know, we all have hard issues that we need to deal with. But uh, an example of this is um, when you've been raised in, you know, a pretty good Christian home, um, you are not really tempted to steal from others because that is so abhorrent to you. You have practiced being honest your whole life, you know, whether it was the you took the piece of candy and mom and dad made you go back and, and ask forgiveness and, and reimburse the person, or whether it's just the simple of you've been practicing giving back the too much change that they gave you for so long that it's not even really that much of a temptation to steal. Well, I want cheerfulness to be that kind of habit in my children. The idea that... um the way I speak to you, I'm doing unto others as, as I would have them do unto me. So even if I've had a really bad day, even if things are really yucky, I try to respond in a way that would ble- benefit and bless others. And um, and it's a it's a really great training ultimately because it helps you you know later in life it helps you respond correctly to tragedy. It helps you respond correctly to trials and tribulations. Um, when you've been practicing responding cheerfully, when even when you have a reason to be offended, you're doing what the scripture says. You're counting it all joy when you experience these trials. And so that's what I want for the kids. So that Christian character and those character qualities become habitual in your child or in your children. Yeah, so it's a regular part of life and just natural inner character built in. Yes. And having that be a normal and natural part of your character and who you are uh-huh. goes a long way in adulthood. Yeah, yeah, it does. Because you kind of have a, a, a default setting, yes. a default placement, a mindset. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best way to say it. And And in some ways... You recognize when you're not being that person. Yeah. <laughs> you recognize when you are just being grumpy or when you need to straighten up, you know, as an adult. Yeah. You recognize those things and you realize my heart is not in the right place because my attitude is not in the right place. And if we can help our children know what a good attitude is and how it feels, <laughs> they're going to pursue that later. And they're going to see how the gospel lived out in their lives yeah. produces these character qualities. These yeah. fruit of the spirit really is what that comes down to. Yeah, this training thing, I, I have felt, uh, I know we learned it a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but I feel like it has been one of the best things we have done for our kids it's born the most fruit. Yeah. Over time. I'd be I'd be curious. I would just be curious. Um, you know, we don't have a house full of girls. We have a house full of boys. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it really makes a difference, but um, maybe it does. 
but I will say that I think it's the um, the characteristic or the quality in our family that draws the young families to us. The fruit of this consistent training for obedience produces certain fruit in our children that then attracts young families and young parents to come and seek our counsel. Um, That's the best way to say it, but... So was there a question in there? Well, I, I do wonder, to some degree... I think I still would have done this if we had a house full of girls. I think there would have been just more emotional uh, training, <laughs> you sure. know, whereas with the boys, it was a more physical, yeah. um, literally practicing walking through the house or literally practicing closing the door without slamming it or not elbowing your brother out of the way in, when you're in line to get your food. Yeah. Um, whereas with girls, it'd probably be more emotional training how not to respond with this, you know, overly emotionality, which is what we're, we're doing that with Maggie now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we see that much more with her because she's a more typical girl. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I guess we would have done equally, but I think when people see our, our teenage and our adult, adult children, um, I think what it is that they, you know, there's a lot of great things about a lot of great Christian families, mm-hmm. but I think, this particular aspect is part of what produces whatever it is in our kids that kind of sets them apart, even from their very good peers. Um, I, I think that it's what makes them very pleasant people to be around. Um, I think it also, having done the proactive training when they were young, then produces a teenager who's not by default rebellious. Sure. Um, I mean, if you want to produce a rebellious kid, either indulge them or be angry with them. <laughs> yeah, you know, or, or, either or, way. Or, or keep changing. Right. Or, yeah. Or be inconsistent. Yeah. Because life changes. But if you want to produce happy, well-adjusted, easy to socialize with, kind, good, you know, using a biblical definition of good person, then this proactive training, whether it's the very physical training of, of how to behave in the home and how to treat the furnishings or whether it's emotional control and how to not let our emotions be the center of our universe. Yeah. Um, I think that proactive training is what produces that in our children and what makes them just, I mean, in a lot of ways, they're easy to work with. They're nice people. They're, they're habitually already kind to others mm-hmm. and they recognize that they're not the center of the universe. <laughs> yeah. And so they, um, I mean, they have, all of us have our faults and that's not to say. Yeah that this is a way to produce the perfect child. They'd have to have perfect parents and that wouldn't work for our kids at all. But, (laughs) but, but I do think that this, this kind of, um, this way of, of teaching them does produce the kind of people who later will benefit others 
who later will be good church members, who will deal well in conflict, who will have self-control in conflict, who will, um, for the most part, be positive to be, you know, to be seeking the Lord and wanting to do what he calls them to do. Yeah. Hello, friends. I hope you enjoyed this episode of HomeWise with Steve and Kara Murphy. If you have a moment and you are of the mind, please make a donation to Highlands Ministries to help support these podcasts. Uh, You can go to the website at highlandsministriesonline.org and there's a Donate Now button. You can sign up for a one-time donation or a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated, and if we get a million monthly supporters. We will do this from the beach.